You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And growth is what it's all about here at Mobile Presence, growth with mobile, and we get the inside track on how you can grow your app from the UA experts because it is their daily job. And we do this, we do this on a bi-weekly basis. If you're missing these episodes, then go check them out again because they are definitely worth it. And of course, they are amazing UA ninjas as well because they have been chosen and uh, recognized for this success from uh, the company Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. And they have earned the title of Mobile Hero. And that's why we have them, as I said, on the show. So. I'm excited about the series, and I know it's the one that you're excited about because I'm reading your tweets, I'm checking out how you're connecting with me. And uh, another thing I'm really excited about out there, however, and you should be too, is the massive growth of esports. I was just reading a Newzoo report about it. Um, it is huge, and it is something that's going to be also on our radar going into 2019. And to talk about how to grow your app, but also to talk about you know the 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 um, the concept of esports and the type of audience for esports and just get that all really on the record because this is again what he does as a daily job is our guest today. He is Justin Sampson, manager of user acquisition at Skills. Justin, great to have you today on Mobile Presence. Hey Peggy, great to be here. So. I'm excited about this. It was just by accident. I was actually, you know, going through some uh, some emails and checking out what everyone is getting into. And uh, again, great reports from Newzoo. Um, other coverage about it. Uh, esports is definitely, definitely high on the radar. But tell me first about yourself and skills because there's a great connection there that I want to get into. But I first want to understand what you do over there. 
Yeah, certainly. So as you mentioned previously, I, I manage the user acquisition team here at Skills, which falls in the consumer marketing division. Uh, I actually I started as a marketing analyst back in November 2015 and moved my way to uh, managing the team. Before that, I worked uh, at Accenture as a consultant, and uh, I studied statistics and economics at, at UC Berkeley before that. So uh, that, uh, you know, that's a little background on myself um, for Skills. Skills was founded in uh, 2012 and created patented a patented technology platform that can be integrated into any mobile game out there. Um, and it provides features including tournament organization, anti-cheating, anti-fraud mechanisms, uh, and broadcasting narratives for over a million tournaments a day. And so that's that's kind of the uh, the skills core platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mentioned it. It's definitely hot. We're going to be seeing a lot more and hearing a lot more about esports, but it's also kind of a misunderstood mega trend. You know, in a way, everything sort of rolls in there, but how would you actually describe it? So esports is kind of, as it stands today, synonymous with kind of hyper-competitive gaming. Uh, what Skills aims to do is kind of democratize the access to esports, which is why our tagline tagline is esports for everyone. It's primarily now a uh, a console-based, computer-based phenomenon uh, that we are trying to bring to mobile. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, there's 2.6 billion mobile gamers out there, so the market. Uh, for you know, integrating esports, having people play esports on their phone is actually quite vast. Well, let's talk about that, Justin. You brought me to it. Great segue. People are playing this on their phone, but what kind of audience does esports attract? I mean, when I think about it, I'm thinking about the the gung ho tribes of people who get into sports and want to really, you know, live the life, almost live only in the game. But it's quite different from that. What are your observations telling you? So skills games certainly tend to attract people with a more competitive nature than average. Obviously, the games are mm-hmm. player versus player. So, you know, that helps inform our creative concepts and, and lends itself to certain types of interests that might uh, be... Uh, have an affinity towards playing competitively. Um, our users also, they're playing on the go. This isn't, this isn't a 20-hour-a-day um, you know, thing. While our, our top users do play every day for you know, quite a good number of hours, a lot of people um, play at home while they're watching TV, while they're in the bedroom, um, sitting on the couch. So there's a lot of overlap between um, you know, traditional mobile gaming, there's also a nice mirroring between, you know, physical games and their digital equivalent. We find that people who like to play bowling in real life, you know, uh, also like to play bowling in the digital world. And so that's somewhat of a, an obvious, but also, um, you know, relevant overlap. And, and it makes targeting game for games that have a uh, physical world uh, counterpart a little easier uh, to promote on the UA side, um, so that t- those, mm-hmm. that's what I would say about about the kind of uh, audiences that we're we're targeting at a, at a broad level. But on a more sort of granular level, um, 
you know, because it is always important to start with the audience. You're, you're seeing a vast number of, of, I guess, audience segments. It's very broad for you. Um, is it what? Do you, do, you, do you dip into the fact that you've got this really strong data science, data marketing background from Accenture and elsewhere to help you, you know, keep all that clear because you're looking over, you know, you have the companies in your ecosystem and you're assisting them in acquiring users for their games, but it's also quite broad. How do you sort of do the, the macro and the micro? <laughs> yeah, certainly. Well, I'd say the, the number one thing is, you know, it, it's important to have a great team and we have a great team here. Um, but then on the, on the macro and, and the micro, you know, it's also important to dive into the data and get your hands dirty. Um, you know, picking out insights from wherever you can find them uh, is, is crucial. I was looking through some insights data, um, you know, uh, several months back and I noticed that, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, in certain types of, in certain, uh, in certain games that we have, the relevant interest was like maybe, a, um, you know, like a, a baby magazine or like baby clothes and things like that. So the first thing you might think to do is, okay, I'm just going to target that interest group uh, on Facebook or whatever to, uh, to see if I can get some, uh, some users. But, you know, once you think a little bit deeper, it's like, who are the people who are actually, uh, you know, interested in these things was well, the parents of the, the children. So then, you know, you start to think about different creative messages that you can, uh, you know, create for this uh, demographic. And, you know, then you just put a bunch of different concepts that might speak to them up, take down the ones that don't work, and then iterate on the ones that do. And so having a keen eye on the data and looking at, looking at that data every day uh, is you know it, it's crucially important because we promote so many games. It's it's kind of easier to silo those games, and then you think about okay, this is working for game one, this is working for game two, um, and then you start to see trends kind of across the games. And then you know if you have a creative concept that hits across multiple games, you know that's really the um, you know the golden egg, right? Because then mm -hmm. you don't have to you don't have to come up with a thousand different creatives. You have one creative that you can put across the games, change up you know certain elements of it to make it game specific, and then boom, you're you're deploying uh, you're deploying vast amounts of capital on that concept, uh, which is you know it's it's great to see when the team and myself when we come up with a concept that's really hitting, um, you know that's it's just really great to see. I'm I'm just curious because I'm sort of imagining you, Justin, you know, sitting at something like NORAD or you know with all these screens in front of you. How many, how much, um, how many games, first of all, are you are you managing? I mean, it's a, it's a it's a you know interesting company skills. I'm excited by it. I might be writing about it in in Forbes very soon, indeed, because you have this vast ecosystem. You probably have one heck of a daily routine. So we have, you know, we have. Thousands of games on the on the system. We let mm -hmm. the top ones bubble up to the top, and then we promote, you know, at any one time, uh, ten or more different uh, titles that we're pumping traffic into, measuring the effects, uh, and that's that's only growing. Uh, when I first started, we were pumping traffic into one, <laughs> and so uh, wow, it's 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 been really interesting to see uh, a system scale the way that skills has scaled. Uh, you know, we were number one on the Inc. 5000 in 2017, you know, which kind of helped 
prove out the business model. Um, but just getting there was, was pretty, um, pretty mind blowing in terms of what that took in terms of, uh, you know, the, the data pipelines that we needed to make sure we're working, uh, the creatives that we needed to be testing, uh, all, all the different elements of the system that worked on a very, uh, small granular level, you know, kind of me just putting up some ads in Facebook and making my own creative versus having a, a fully built out system and processes and things like that to make sure that everything is, uh, is running smoothly has been, uh, quite a ride. <laughs> I can imagine that's why I'm so, you know, that's why I like having you here on our show today, because we're benefiting not just from your insights as a, you know, as a, as a UA expert and marketer, but we're also, you know, as you said, thousands that you're looking across. And um, we do have to go to break right now, Justin, but when we get back, we're going to be talking about your data insights and how they've allowed you to make some amazing matches between audiences, campaigns, and creatives. But listeners, we have to go right now, right now to break. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code radio one. That's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, and our guest today, Justin Sampson, Manager of User Acquisition and Mobile Hero at Skills. And Justin, right before the break, we were going to just 
dive into what I think is probably one of the most interesting aspects of your work, which is, you know, data-driven creative thinking, because you have to pay attention to your data, but you also have to be very empathetic. Think about your audience. Think about the creatives that work there. And uh, I'm sure in all of that, you've got some interesting stories in both directions to tell us, you know, the surprises that were the, the great big surprises, or maybe even your favorite failures for that matter. Let's start and be optimistic. Some of your coolest examples the surprises that became top performing creatives for you sure so this one uh this one i came up with a few years ago and it was kind of uh one of the one of the first creatives i came up with and when we started when i started you know i was doing my my own tracking um you know my own analytics making my own creative you know it was really an end-to-end uh UA service that I was that I was figuring out. You were one man show, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, you know, one creative I came up with again. This was a few years ago, uh, and, and you know, some elements of it are still being used today. At, at its core, was just a bowling ball. Um, so, the background is I was just kind of, you know, serendipitously thinking about. Um, <laughs> It's it's kind of a, it's a really strange story, but I was really I was randomly thinking about a painting uh, by Rene Marguerite called "The Treachery of Images," uh, mm-hmm. where there's a wooden pipe on a brown uh, background, and in French, underneath the pipe, it says, "This is not a pipe." In French, like I said, um, mm-hmm. and so it's true when you think about it, because the painting isn't a pipe; it's a picture of a pipe, uh, and so yeah. Don't ask why I was thinking about that. And, you know, I promise there's a point. And so the point is that I thought maybe I'll try that concept on a strike bowling ad. And so, um, you know, at the time, my Photoshop skills and editing and video editing skills were not uh, as as refined. And the team would tell you today that they're still not very refined. Um, But (laughs) what I did was I put a wooden bowling ball on a brown background uh, and then I put the text this is not a bowling ball this is an ad for a mobile bowling game where you can win prizes by competing <laughs> and mm-hmm. that was <laughs> that was it that was that was the entirety of the ad it was an image uh, I put it up on you know I put it up on our ad networks and all of a sudden it was bringing in you know it was converting like a beast uh, CTR the click-through rate was not terribly good because it wasn't so compelling from a visual standpoint so it wasn't very clickable the conversion to install from click to install was fantastic people who read it knew exactly what they were getting into and then the uh the conversion from install to pair uh was also uh way way above what we had seen before and we were bringing in the cheapest users that we had ever brought into the system and so we were able to scale that up not only on strike bowling, but then, you know, as other games came in the system, you know, that concept, <laughs> it's rather simple, right? This is not a bowling ball. This is not a golf ball. This is not a pool ball. Uh, <laughs> you know, and you then, can scale it because you've got all those games. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. And then you, you're not even, even, even with things that, uh, didn't, didn't even really make sense. Um, like we have a we have a match three game called Diamond Strike. This is not a diamond, uh, <laughs> and it didn't it didn't even make a ton of sense. But people loved it. I don't know if it was a, I, and I don't believe it was it was that 
people knew the painting and that the you know the ad was kind of like uh, a subtle reference but i think the idea you know around the meta uh, the meta aspect of the ad really spoke uh, to the audience and that was you know when we really started to like deploy lots of capital on, on one creative um, so since then you know i've come up with other hits um, mm -hmm. now my team comes up with hits Every, you know everybody comes up with hits and when we you know again when we see something really resonating with the audience it's a great time uh, on the team because we're all thinking about how can we iterate it? You know, what are, you know, there's new concepts and then there's iterations. So you come up with a new concept that hits and then you're just iterating, you know, and iterating and iterating and trying to optimize it and, and get the most out of that creative. Um, but, you know, how do you go from something not existing to something existing? That's the, that's the creative part. And that's, you know, I, that's, you know, personally, I love that. It's also a lot about thinking outside the box in where, and how you can engage uh, your audience. You know, you have um, a lot of uh, women and uh, and mothers and the like. You know, playing these games. Um, you know, and and you have to sort of think outside the box and say, okay, so where can I where can I get their attention? How can I get their attention? It's maybe different websites, different channels, different ways. What can you tell me about your creative thinking when you turn it to? Okay, one is making the creative, and the other is being very creative about where you find your audience yeah certainly you know there's there's a few different ways you can target typically I mean there's this there's the traditional lookalikes um, you know which <clears throat> you just take a list of uh, users throw it up let the algorithms do their thing um, you know then you can hit different interest groups one of the things that I think is is interesting is on you know different video ad networks and DSPs trying to um, mash the creative to the specific um, the specific app that's being shown in. And so you can actually understand a decent amount of uh, you know an audience by by the app that they're in. So that's that's um, you know one one way of targeting. Um, you know, but you know a lot of times uh, you know you throw it up on um, into different interest groups, see what's sticking, uh, you know, and you, you test across a wide, a wide test matrix, you know, um, you don't just want to test one concept on one audience, you really, you put, you know, three or four concepts up on, you know, 10 or 20 different audiences, and you start aggregating the data, seeing what's working, and then that, that really points you uh, in a direction that, we, that you can iterate. And it's also a little bit about Thinking, almost seeing your audience. I heard this at a conference once. You know, see your audience as a bunch of you know zebra or something, um, and you want to know the watering holes because when you find the watering holes, if you're you know a lion or something, uh, you know you find your prey at the watering hole. I don't say we want to prey on our audience. Don't misunderstand me. But was it a conference? And it was the whole idea of you know here they are, a bunch of zebra. You want to get bunches of them. Find their watering hole. Do you take that approach? And what kind of interesting watering holes have you found to find? some good audience for you know for um who are going to be engaged and interested <laughs> thanks for the Where's analogy finding your zebra exactly <laughs> Th thanks for the analogy peggy uh, <laughs> no no pray here but anyway <laughs> but it is an interesting topic and everyone's looking at it so what, what are you saying i i you know the way i think about creative is kind of the intersection of people and analytics 
And so it's always, you know, it's really great to, you know, be looking at the data and, and understanding, you know, the numbers, but then it's equally as important to try to understand like what, what does that mean in terms of, you know, who, who your user is as a person. Uh, and it's, you know, crucially important to put the audience first. Uh, and so, you know, we'll, we'll start out with, you know, what, what are things that, why, why would people use the platform? Well, they like to compete. Okay. They don't want to waste their time just playing a, a, a regular game. They want to play an esports game, right? They like that, um, you know, kind of think, uh, think kind of like, do something, do something better, right? Uh, and so you can you can start to incorporate that into into the ads, and then you know when you target that at a specific interest group or a specific region, uh, you know you can begin to make you can iterate that and find the ad that's truly resonant, uh, and then begin to scale that up. And uh, I don't want to I don't want to say the same thing over and over again, but that's that's kind of the way that um, we we typically approach it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would imagine um, also just as a at a high level view, can you just give me like a timeline? How long do you watch something until you're convinced that you have a hit on your hands? So that's kind of an interesting question. So we're, it's really easy actually to pick out the top the top ads. Um, you know, you you can find those. Um, right away it doesn't it doesn't actually take that long to realize that an ad is going to be a hit you can do it in you know a, a few thousand a few thousand impressions right uh, because it's so resonant and so that those that top 10% or even 5% really easy to pick out um, what's somewhat harder to uh, discern between is that middle and, and it's also sorry it's also really easy to pick out the bottom ones but one the ads that suck you know those are easy cut them the audiences that suck like from when i say suck i mean from a you know performance kpi perspective yeah, yeah uh, it's 30 percent and under it's just it's just way too it's way way low or it's way way high and you're talking about that huge middle that middle that's where it gets tricky uh and that's where some of the analytics come to play around you know hit detection early hit detection where should we spend our time what's worth an iteration what's not worth an iteration being able to understand that is uh is important to us. I may have you back just to tell us about that, Justin. That's fascinating. I hadn't thought about, you know, hit detection in that sense. But yes, absolutely, there are signs that are going to tell you when you're hitting it big in, in the middle ground and when something is worth another iteration or, or not. Unfortunately, we do have to go to break, but listeners, don't go away. You can hear that we're having, uh, first of all, a great time here, but also really valuable insights. So don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. 
TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Justin Sampson, Manager of User Acquisition at Skills. Justin, before the break, we were talking about some interesting topics that I may have you back uh, again. But in the meantime, you know, a lot of our audience, yes, they're going to be interested in UA, and we'll get to that in a moment. But others are, you know, they might be interested in the business of, of what you're talking about, which is democratizing the access to esports, which I think is exciting and uh, a great mission that you're on. But uh, how would one then engage with skills? I mean, you're making this possible. Um, how would they benefit? Sure. So, you know, the the platform has elements of B2B and B2C. So I obviously come in on the B2C side with the games that we're actually promoting, um, Mm -hmm. which can all be found at uh, games.skills.com or skills.com on your mobile device. And, you know, um, uh, it's not that not all of them can be found there, but a good good portion of them are there. Uh, And so that's how you can engage with the uh, the different games uh, as a consumer. Uh, on the B two B side, as a developer, um, you know there's there's kind of two um, two ways to engage uh, with with skills. You know, um, you can be an indie dev. And, um, you know, you're you're kind of just want to do a project, and there's a self service platform. Um, mm-hmm. You know, accessible through or self service SDK that's accessible through. Uh, skills.com for for developers. You can go in and there's a um, tutorial and it'll take you step by step on how to integrate the skills SDK into your mobile game. Uh, and the process is very much the same under a managed service as well um, where we, you know, you, there's just somebody there, um, you know, working on the account. Um, so those are, those are, you know, the different ways that, that folks can engage with, with skills. Mm-hmm. What about getting into getting into UA? I mean, it was it was really interesting. I was at a conference recently in Berlin, and I was just like, "Damn, I studied the wrong stuff." I swear, uh, because someone got up and told us what data 
scientists and data analysts and data marketers. You know that it's that that you know a six-figure uh, salary is 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 table stakes. A seven-figure, even eight-figure, is is something. So I mean, there's plenty of reasons to to get into it from that perspective. But there still are people who are on the fence about about UA. I mean, what would be your um, advice to them, what they need to be doing, the skills they need to have, no, no pun intended, or, or mm-hmm. what they need to be thinking of, maybe beyond the money. I mean, if you, if you, a lot of people do it for love, not for money, uh, what would they love or what should they love about UA? <laughs> all the skills, all the skills in UA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, you, you want to dust off your data skills. You know, it's, you need to have a keen understanding of, of data, um, you know, what it means, how to manipulate it, uh, how to do things quickly, uh, you know, also understanding, you know, when you truly understand data, you can understand that the 80-20 rule really does apply. Um, what, you know, what can you, 80% of the insight for 20% of the effort. And so you can only do that and be quick uh, if you do have a, a keen understanding of data. Uh, this is where my uh, statistics degree came into play. Uh, I've always enjoyed um, mathematics, um, and so that's that's one. You know, being able to analyze your data, manipulate it. You know, SQL, R, Python. Um, you know, being proficient in Excel. You know, those are kind of um, th- those are table stakes, really. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it's important to believe in the product that you're promoting. Um, you know, it's that that's when you're going to get that's when you're going to be the most engaged. Uh, and it's important to be engaged because there's a lot of creative thought that goes into UA. Um, I've thought of creative concepts uh, walking around, uh, you know, a farmer's market on a Sunday. Uh, I've thought of creative concepts watching a movie. Um, you know, that, that creative spark can really hit anywhere. Uh, and you want to be able to capture that lightning in a bottle and make sure that you don't forget it. Um, so being engaged and, and, you know, really wanting things to work, um, as opposed to just going through the motions is crucial. Um, you know, and then I'd say take, take a few hours or days or week, whatever, to learn the best practices and, and processes. There's tons of tutorials online. Um, really become an expert on what the traditional thinking is. And then once you understand what the traditional thinking is, uh, then you can break it. <laughs> Then you can figure out how to make it better, uh, and then that's kind of what gives you—that's uh, what gives you your edge. And probably that's sort of your daily routine is you know finding rules and you know finding something to break with a hammer to get something really amazing as a result. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, some good hammers on our team. <laughs> Well, Justin, it's been great having you on the show. I mean, I'm sure that our listeners are saying, yep, I want to find out more. I want to keep up with Justin. I mean, uh, you do have an amazing blog, and I'll tell the listeners where they can read that over on the Liftoff website. But how else can they stay up to date with you? Sure. Um, You know, there's, uh, you know, the the team is hiring aggressively. So connect with me on, uh, on LinkedIn. We're trying to expand. Uh, we've mm-hmm. been a we've been a lean 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 mean uh, fighting machine, and so you know we want to we want to bring in the people uh, who are going to be able to help uh, help with our mission. Um, you know, there's that. Um, you know, reaching out to to uh, the skills uh, Facebook page. Um, you know, the the social presence is a good way to do it. The main way to to get in touch with me would be through uh, through my LinkedIn. 
Okay, and we'll have that, of course, in the show notes as well. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Of course, more weeks will be coming, jam-packed with more mobile heroes from more amazing companies, so do stay tuned. And if you want to read up on Justin or any of the other mobile heroes in the series, check out their dedicated page and blog over at heroes.liftoff.io. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com. And, of course, you can check out my portfolio of content, marketing, and app marketing services there. You can also check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Spotify, and, of course, iHeartRadio, simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.